Welcome to Desks and Dusters, PBJ Cleaning Depot's very own podcast. We are going to have so much fun on this adventure together. We are going to talk to our reps. We are going to talk to my fellow employees. And we're going to see what's going on right here in our own community. everybody what is going on it's episode 12 of desks and dusters and today's date is december 2nd 2020 welcome all right we've got a really cool topic for a shop local this week a lot of the times when we think about the season of giving we want to gift nice presents to one another we want to show each other how we care how much we love each other blah 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 but there's a lot of other ways to give And sometimes it's even better to give to someone you don't even know. Or maybe you do know and you just don't know what they're going through. So our topic is it's the season of giving because yesterday was Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday, what did you guys do? Maybe someone paid for your Timmy's that was behind you in line or you paid for someone else's. Maybe you just smiled at somebody or held the door open for someone, something you you usually wouldn't do, but something that is just such a small gesture can go such a long way. Just the simple fact of smiling at somebody or holding the door open or just a nice hello can literally make or break someone's day. All right, I'm going to play weather girl here for a minute though. Today's weather is absolutely beautiful. Blue, blue, blue sky, the sun is shining and there's beautiful snow on the ground. Not a whole lot, but a little bit. I think we got about 10 centimeters between Monday night and Tuesday. Now, it was a little nasty at times yesterday, but ladies and gentlemen, that's winter. That's what happens every year, yet somehow we are never prepared. Well, I mean, we here at PBJ have been prepared. We've been prepared for quite some time. We've had your ice melter, your shovels, and your floor neutralizer ready to go. So, If you're like me and you're kind of a procrastinator and you maybe do things a little bit too late, a little bit last minute, like my Christmas shopping, call us today and let's hook you up with some winter prep. Remember, 50-pound bags of ice melter, pet friendly, not going to cause corrosion to vehicles, not going to cause damage to asphalt, and it's environmentally friendly. It's going to check every box you want. Oh, and then you don't have to pick it up in the store, lug the 50 pounds to your car, lug it out, and then spread it. We'll do all that for you, minus the spreading part. But we can get you a shaker to help with that. And we can also get you an outside storage bin for your salt and ice melter. That way, you don't have to worry about hauling giant bags around and spilling them in hallways or spilling them outside. It's just going to make life a little bit easier. Okay, like I mentioned, listen to a local, shop local, stay local, support local, two guests on this podcast. That's right, we've got two guests again. First up, we have Gwyneth from the paper from Salvation Army who's helping us with our paper drive. Just a little bit of history on that. It's our 10th annual paper drive where suppliers generously knock down the pricing on cases of paper towel, toilet paper and facial tissue. 
That way you as a business, as an individual, as a community, however you want to do it, it's really not that much. You can donate a half case or a full case and that is going to go to a family in need and be divided up to make sure that everyone gets what they need this holiday season. <coughs> Speaking of the holiday season, it's time for coughs and sniffles due to weather. So make sure that you guys are stocked up on hand sanitizer and facial tissue as well for yourselves. So without further ado, here is my interview with Gwyneth about the Salvation Army and our paper drive. I am here with Gwyneth from the Salvation Army here in Listowel. Welcome to Desks and Dusters. Thanks for having me. So I'm just going to give a little bit of a brief info. You work with the Salvation Army, which started in 1865 over in London, England. They wanted to spread the message of hope rather than salvation to the less fortunate because it just made more sense in the long run. Salvation Army ended up coming to Canada shortly after 1882 and quick, quickly began a worldwide organization supporting all over the place. Um, here in Listowel, we have the church, we have the food bank family services, and we have the thrift store. So there's lots of ways that you are providing for the local community and lots of ways the local community can give back. So the one thing, the reason we're here is because we work together every year around the Christmas holidays and we have our annual paper drive. So what we do is our suppliers have generously knocked down the prices on cases of facial tissue, toilet paper, paper towel. And what we're doing is we're asking the community to buy either half a case or full case to donate to the Salvation Army. So how in need are these types of products? So we actually, we distribute those through our food bank and we also distribute them at Christmas time. So, I mean, you think about your own home and the items that you buy with groceries and it isn't limited to just bread and milk and butter. We often throw that big pack of paper towel in or throw that toilet paper in and the families that we see are no different. Many of them have children, many of them have multiple people in the house and if you have teenagers or kids at home, you know how fast you go through that toilet paper. So it's important to us to make sure that those needs are provided for as well. It's really a piece of dignity as much as anything else. Exactly. Now a lot of people are kind of probably wondering who would qualify for these services and the generousness of the Salvation Army. So it really depends on what type of program you're talking about. So we have a couple of different types of programs. The one would be um, service type programs. So things like our Christmas hamper distribution, which is a full Christmas dinner, toys for children 14 and under. Those types of programs, that and our food bank, our backpack program, we don't have a qualifying number for those things. We really rely heavily on people's honesty and, and us presenting with a, them presenting with an actual need. We do try and encourage people to consider you know, where they're at, but it really is about that need. The other programs that we run, so things like um, Food Explorers, it would be more of a community program. So we invite people from all financial backgrounds to come in and participate in that program. And then again, there's other programs, things like uh, that we do applications for. So things like Northwest Sports for Kids, Canadian Tire Jumpstart, those sorts of programs that we process the applications for, they have a very hard and fast um, cutoff. And that's it's really to do with where the funds come from. We have to be accountable for where the funds are going, and so we have to follow those guidelines. Another example of that would be uh, Feline Friends, which is a program out of Stratford, and we administer the, the vouchers for them as well. And so, again, we follow their guidelines, and there's a very uh, clear-cut guideline. 
Perfect. So not only is the Salvation Army doing all the amazing things that the Salvation Army does, you're also working with other organizations, local groups and charities, not only to help them, but to help the whole community as a whole too. So what other local groups do you work with? You mentioned Canadian Tire, the Feline Friends over in Stratford, which I would assume is through the Humane Society. I believe it's a separate group. Okay. Yeah, perfect. I mean, it's just one more group looking to help. And what is wrong with that? So I think that's really important to know is that it's really our goal not to be doing kind of the same thing that someone else has been doing, but to really try and complement and work together with our community. So the, the beauty of the Salvation Army, the, the food bank itself, I mean, it's been there for decades, literally decades. Uh, but the other programs that we run, it's really my job to go out into the community and say, hey, you know, what, what things aren't being done? What needs aren't being met? And then from that, to look at how we can fill that niche or how we can work with someone else to do that. And so there's several different um, committees that I, I'm on and, and groups that I work with to that goal or to that end. So I, I do um, sit on a couple of uh, committees with the United Way. Um, like you mentioned, we are partnered with Feeling Friends. We're partnered with the City of Stratford to deliver a tax program. We're partnered with Canadian Tire Jumpstart and the Municipality for North Coast Sports for Kids, as well as a granting agency out of Stratford that, that um, provides the funds for that program. And really that's, that's the thing is, if we can kind of work together as a community or with these other groups to just be an outlet for some of these things, it gives a, a real central location for people to come in and, and get that help. That's great. I mean, like, you think about it, I came from Kitchener, I've only lived here for two and a half years. So in, in Kitchener and in the bigger cities, you see all these kind of organizations. And then you come out to small towns like this and you wonder what kind of help and assistance is there. And to have organizations like the Salvation Army, not just within North Perth, but right here in town, in the heart, on Main Street, is mm -hmm. such an incredible thing to see that even these small towns aren't being left behind. Not at all. And it's not unused. I, I mean, I think sometimes the assumption is that we're a small community. And so something like Christmas distribution, oh, clearly, we must just deliver those 20 or 30 campers and cars, and that's the end of it. And people don't realize just how large that is and what a large group of people there is in our area that are in need. So last year at Christmas time, we filled, we had 178 households registered. So that works out to just about 600 individuals. Mm -hmm. So it's not the type of thing I can load up in my vehicle and, and drop off. We have a, a team of volunteers that work really hard at doing that. And they're really very giving up both their time and their energy and, and they make it work. And so it's the same with our food bank. Um, you know, we're open two days a week, which isn't very much, but it really takes that, that larger amount of time to get everything prepared, prepared mm -hmm. for them and to make sure that that's delivered appropriately. Exactly. Now with obviously COVID going on this year, um, people can phone us, call us, email us, text us, shoot us snail mail. I don't care. How do you want to donate? You let us know. We're going to get the cases to you. When it comes to the facial tissue, the toilet paper and the paper towel, what is the highest needs that you are seeing this year and this time of year that you're in need of the most with these donations? Mm -hmm. So I would say this year, which is interesting, given all that's gone on with COVID, I would say more paper towels than toilet paper, which is kind of funny. Because um, we had no toilet paper to begin with in March and April. There was nothing. <laughs> I know. Um, the other thing we talked about, and I mean, I realize that this is paper and that is absolutely fabulous, but we've, uh, we've had 
uh, PBJ has been wonderful and given us laundry detergent this year too, which has been amazing. And so that's another great idea, just because we can scoop it out and create smaller containers for people too. But yeah, I, I mean, the Kleenex and the paper towel, I mean, you know yourself in the wintertime when you're sniffling noses and, and that sort of thing, and it's good for families to have those things without being worried or without it coming out of their, their very meager grocery budget, so. Exactly, now side note for those who don't know, the paper towel probably has to do with the fact that the CDC has recommended a paper towel for cleaning over a reusable cloth, especially in the house and the workplace. That way you're not transferring germs and bacteria through one cloth. So it is healthier to use a paper towel. We use paper towel for drying our hands, for cooking, for everything, for cleaning. So good to know we need the facial tissue and the paper towel. Make note guys, you're listening. I know you are. Now I was talking to the Legion earlier this month and the Salvation Army and the Legion are similar in the sense that people think end of October, early November, you put the poppy on, you give a veteran some money, you donate online, you do your bit, you support, and then you're good for another year. And then next month, Salvation Army comes around. You always know there's a, there's a volunteer ringing the bell. They've got their bucket there ready for donations. But the Salvation Army, just like the Legion, is working all year round. So what kind of initiatives and things are you looking for in the quote unquote off season that isn't your big time of year that people can still help provide for the Salvation Army? Well, for sure you're right. Christmas is our big time of year. It is the only time of year that we go out and actively fundraise locally. Oh, wow. So yes, we accept donations all year round, but it is the only time of year where you'll get a letter in the mail from Listowel. It won't be from Kitchener or Hamilton, but you'll get it from Listowel and it'll stay in Listowel. It's also the time of year, like you said, you see those kettles out. They may be a little bit scarcer this year as many of our volunteers are seniors, but we're doing our best to be out there just to give an opportunity for people to give. As far as what other people can do outside of those things, I mean, there are many possibilities. And actually, we talk about it a little bit in the mailer that went out just last week, because I think there's a, a myriad of ways that people are able to give as well. So maybe your finances are limited and your giving is limited to, hey, I'm gonna buy an extra can of fruit when I go grocery shopping and I'm gonna put it in the, the box at the end of the till at Food Basics, or maybe I'm gonna drop it off at the thrift store. So that it might be something as simple as that. Or it might be that, you know what, I can make a monthly donation and we can sign you up to do that and be a part of that process. Or if it's time that you have and money that you are short of, we, we do do, um, we take volunteers. Our volunteers actually all have to go through um, a certain amount of training. We're dealing with all sorts of people from all walks of life and we want to make sure that they're prepared for that. Mm -hmm. So there is quite a bit of training, um, but there's definitely opportunities for volunteers to participate. And actually Christmas is the, the time of year when they can do that without the, the same extensive training. They can come in casually to do an hour or two. But like, you, like I said, there are opportunities for people to volunteer on a monthly basis or on a weekly basis as well. And um, Especially this time of year for those kettles as well. My kettle uh, coordinators would be all over me if I didn't mention that you can volunteer just two hours at Zayers or Food Basics if you'd like, or Giant Tiger or Walmart. So you're not standing there for eight hours no, working that no, arm with absolutely. the bell. Absolutely, and they're they're very friendly and willing to get you you hooked up there. So perfect. Now, obviously, with everything going on with COVID, we just moved into the orange uh, zone for restrictions. What is the safest way to drop off a physical donation of goods? Okay, so uh, physical donations, actually, we have, we've um, been in conversation with the health unit right from the beginning, trying to make sure that we're as safe as possible as well. And um, 
so physical donations we're okay with. Uh, there's very little possibility of transfer of product, and so um, they can be taken, like I said, to Food Basics or a thrift store, or they can be brought right to the food bank. Our food bank is open Wednesdays and Thursdays, so that is the safest day to come. We are around every day, but because of pickups and drop-offs and, and things like today, we're not always in the office. So mm -hmm. Wednesdays and Thursdays are safest um, for product drop-off. Awesome. Now, is there anything else you guys would like to add? What's, what kind of other needs does the community need this year? Let the community know, let North Perth know, how can they help the Salvation Army besides supporting the paper drive this Christmas? So I think just getting the word out. I think it's really important, first and foremost, that people understand just what it is that we do. That um, I, I mean, I had somebody this week that didn't know we did Christmas distribution and what that meant. So it's really important that people know and can tell people that, hey, you know what, we can help with Christmas dinner. We can help with toys for those kids. We can help with food in, on a monthly basis if you need it right now. And there's all sorts of connections there that are possible. So I think that that's that's kind of the, the first and foremost thing I'd like people to, to remember and to know. And also that to keep an eye out because we do actually, we just received word um, about a, a grant that we had applied for and we do have a new thing coming in January. And so just to keep your ear to the ground, there's some, some exciting stuff to serve our community a little bit better from January to March this year. So. Well, maybe we're going to have to have you back on the podcast in January for a surprise announcement. Very nice. So everyone remember, Call us here at PBJ, 519-291-6513. You can purchase a half case or a full case of a reduced price thanks to our suppliers of facial tissue, paper towel, and toilet paper. You can also email us, sales at cleaning-depot.ca, or if you are comfortable while you're at the grocery store, grab a couple other items off the shelf, donate it. I'm pretty sure there's a couple places you can buy a $5 bag. It's already stacked. You don't even have to do the work. It's lazy people's friends. That's my kind of happiness. So there's so many ways to help the Salvation Army this year, you guys. I know we can do this as a community. We have been holding together through this pandemic so well. Now it's time to step up and really show our support and our pride. So Gwyneth, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Last year was our biggest drive with you guys. And we are looking to blow that out of the water this year with support. So thank you. I hope we can do as much as we can for you with us and the community. And I can't wait to see what we're going to come up with. All right. Thanks very much for having me. All right. Welcome back. Thank you for taking the time to sit down with me, Gwyneth. I'm so excited about our paper drive this year. I am so excited that hopefully we can make this another record year. Last year was our top year. This year... Paul, our gracious owner, has decided to generously match donations made. So just a reminder, the more you donate, the more Paul has to spend to donate. So who wants to have a Christmas gift of making Paul Stewart spend more money for a good cause, for a great cause? The more you push, the more they spend. So make sure you email Tiff, tiff at cleaning-depot.ca let her know what you guys are looking to donate. Let us know what you're looking to donate as well. Call us 519-291-6513. You know the number. All right, enough of me. We want to get to the next one because the next one was a really good one too. Just like my conversation with Gwyneth Salvation Army, my next guest really kind of lifted my spirits and she educated me about stuff that's going on right here in Listowel that I didn't know about. I've only been living here for two, just over two and a half years. And hosting this podcast in September, I've learned more about our community here in North Perth than I have just being a citizen. And I'm a sales rep. 
I've been in your locations, your businesses, your stores, your office place. I know more about what we have here just by walking in, but now I'm getting to really know the community, the people, and I am enjoying it so, so, so much. So maybe this Christmas, you don't have that extra cash, that extra $10 to donate and help out with our paper drive. Maybe you do have the gift of time. That's right. Sometimes the best gift to give is your time. Now, I sat down with Brittany from Big Brothers Big Sisters of Lissowell, and we had a nice chat about what kind of things they're in need of this time of year, how you can help out year-round, what's going on due to COVID, and a lot of other great things. And it really was just a feel-good conversation. So here we go. Here's my sit-down with Brittany. Welcome back to the podcast. I am here with Brittany from Big Brothers Big Sisters Listowel. Brittany, thank you so much for taking your time out of your day to be with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be on my very first podcast. Oh, we hear that a lot and we're very happy to get all these local people here on, onto the podcast, onto their first podcast. I'd love to see more podcasts pop up as well. Yes. So if you wouldn't mind, would you be able to give us just a quick background history on Big Brothers Big Sisters here in Listowel? Sure. So actually, in uh, we were part of the Stratford office um, that actually no longer exists. It's been a couple of years that Stratford hasn't had a Big Brothers Big Sisters. But we originally started as a Big Brothers satellite here in Listwell. Um, so from 1995 until 2003, we were strictly Big Brothers. And then in 2003, we uh, became Big Brothers Big Sisters of Listwell and District. Um, and so we became our own nonprofit charity organization here. So we work with um, not just all of North Perth. Uh, I will say that the Big Brothers Big Sisters uh, districts that they make and jurisdictions are not squares. They are weird points over here. So we're a little bit into like, um, I think like Wellington, um, but we are mostly North Perth, if not just a couple of uh district or like couple of towns off of there but yeah other than that we um have been working directly in all of these towns and we try to set up people as um in areas so that if somebody's from milverton we try and set them up with a big from milverton but thankfully a lot of our volunteers don't mind a little bit of driving because that might be an aspect but other than that that's kind of the biggest background that perfect <laughs> It's kind of like, it reminds me of when I went to elementary school and high school in Kitchener and it'd be like school boundary lines. Yes. Like I didn't go to the closest school to my house. I went to whatever school the boundary lines said I had to go to. Exactly. It can get so confusing because a place that you would assume I would have is actually a different district's area. <laughs> so it becomes really confusing because it always, I just always feel awful when someone calls and they're like, Hey, like I want to get my, my my kid signed up and I'm like, great. What area are you in? They're like, Oh, we're over here. And I'm like, and that's not us. All right. Let me find you the number of the person you're looking for. But at least you're able to guide those people to where they need to yes. get. So even it's not just like, Nope, sorry, you're out of bounds. Click. You're I don't think put, you're able to put them where they need to go. And that's a lot of times what people need is reaching out, just asking for help or reaching out to be a volunteer is a big step. But then to find out, oh no, this isn't my center. It's nice yeah. to have that, that kind voice to 
to lead you down the right path. Absolutely. I don't know what kind of organization we would be if we just said bye and left them on their way. Because even when people will reach out to me and ask me about volunteering opportunities and they're just, it doesn't work for them, um, even though they've reached out, um, I've always tried to give them different options or put them in a different nonprofit's direction. Yes. Now, I'll be honest, I don't know a whole lot about Big Brothers Big Sisters. Um, I know that there are, are kids, youth, young adults out there that need proper guidance uh, in life and need that big brother, big sister aspect in their life um, at no fault of their own or the parents. It's, it's just something that is required and it's a service we have. So what kind of like uh, programs and mentorship options are there? Right. So we do have two. Um, one that is a little bit on hold due to COVID. Um, so um, we have our traditional program that is our one-to-one community men- mentoring. So in which case we would partner one-to-one, so one mentor to one uh, mentee, and they would have the run of the community. So um, whether or not somebody who wants to volunteer uh, feels the need to spend money, that's not an aspect that we need to, that we say that you have to do. That is between yourself and um, the family as to whether or not you have money uh, or want to spend it on your little. Uh, If not, we always have a lot of offers that we can give out, um, usually on a first come first serve because we might only get, I think most Novembers, we've always gotten Kitchener Ranger tickets. So I offer those or we get theme parks, things like that. So we always have some sort of tickets that we can give out, but it's mostly just your time that we're asking for when it comes to your mentees. So in that case, you can take them to your home. You can take them to your, or to a restaurant or out to the community. You guys can play tennis. You can do, it's really the biggest aspect that we talk about is ask your, ask your little, what do they want to do? What kind of things? And it, would you guys like to do together? And it, that becomes where the biggest bonding in the relationships form. And then our second program that we have right now is our in-school mentoring. So our in-school mentoring is once a week um, during the school day, you would go in and see your little for about an hour. Um, So I leave a tote full of activities and you can choose to do them. But the same thing, you talk to your little, what kind of things do you want to do? What do you, and to build that bond together. Um, So that it runs from September-ish, October-ish to June. So then you have your summers off. Um, And then our community program is obviously year-round and we ask for a minimum of four hours a month. Sorry, forgot to mention that the first time. And we actually haven't had group programming since I started, which was a year and a half ago, but I have a lot of hope to get a pen pals um, type of thing going, especially with COVID for the littles on our waiting list with a lot of our retirement homes. So just to get them some sort of connection in some way. I love that. I actually did pen pals during the pandemic as well, just because like, it was so exciting sitting, waiting for mail, having someone I don't know to talk to. And they were in the States. So we were sending each other like Canadian snacks and American food back and different things like that. And so that's an amazing idea. Yeah. Because right now during COVID, you definitely have to quickly think on your feet with some of these kind of things. And that's awesome that there's not only the big brothers, big sisters program, but then there's the going into the schools and then there's the group program for children waiting to get their mentor to mentee. And then it's also awesome to know that 
for someone like me, if I wanted to be a big sister, I don't need to have a huge influx of cash to be spending. It doesn't need to be Wonderland and, you know, downtown Toronto every week. It can literally just be as something as, hey, you want to go for a walk to the park? Yep. Absolutely. It's what a lot of people end up choosing. Like the library uh, pre-COVID was always a great, uh, that's probably been the most difficult part is moving to virtual for all of our community programs. And like I was stating before, like the fact that our in-school mentoring right now is actually not running. We're working hard with our schools to see whether or not we can get in there and whether or not we can get the, the kids who already had mentors set up virtually. But yes, we aren't asking for money by any means that way the biggest thing that you can give those kids is they just want your attention exactly they just want someone to be there with them so i have a busy schedule what if i don't necessarily have the time to be a full part big sister how else can i help um, you can actually go on the board of directors. We're always looking for somebody like that. Um, so if you have a passion for um, helping essentially run an agency um, in the background, whether that's helping create different fundraisers that we can do or um, discussing financial, um, I guess, not necessarily issues, but the ups and downs of a financial with a nonprofit, um, there's that option that you can sit on a board and really help steer the agency in a really positive way in the community and helping with outreach. Um, that is a one hour commitment once a month, um, plus helping out with some of the activities or events that we have as well. But it's a lot less time. Um, can, it, there's not as much time constraint with one hour a month compared to the four of being a volunteer. And you still get your summers off when it comes to being a volunteer on our board. Now, if that doesn't interest you, I would say the biggest thing is we could always use volunteers at our events as well. So even if you just wanted to pop out for a couple hours and just help us run an event and get that outreach out there, that's great. Or just advocating for us in the community. That takes maybe two to three minutes of your own time. Um, if you like the agency, you know some things about it and you want to talk about it with someone or someone pops up and goes, I really want to volunteer. That's the perfect end to start discussing other not all the nonprofits here in town and seeing whether or not we're a fit. And if not anything else, we always look for some donations as to any nonprofit out there. That's incredible. So like, not only can you give your time, you can be a big brother or a big sister. You can help out and join the board of directors. You can help out and volunteer your time at events or you can make a generous donation no matter how big or small. So yes. the possibilities are like endless. There's really something for everyone on either end, which I find amazing. So what kind of events have you guys had in the past? Well, oh, pre-COVID, which is a hopeful someday, not this probably coming year, but maybe the year after, our biggest event has always been our Bowl for Kids Sake. Um, that happens out in um, Molesworth at the bowling lanes there. And that's always been our biggest, I think, event to get not only our families involved and our volunteers, but getting the community involved and getting those pledges and getting our name out there. Like we even get the banners up uh, across like the the polls um, on either ends of towns, which is really exciting for us. Um, and then on that part as well, we do a golf for kids sake, which is not an actual like golf tournament at, in the summer. It's the virtual golf tournament down at the back nine here in town. Cool. So it's always been a really big hit. Well, cause it's kind of like 
itching that or scratching that itch that a lot of golfers have kind of mid in between the seasons that they're like, oh, I really want to get on the golf course. Maybe they're not into virtual golf before. It's a really great way to get them in and donating towards a cause plus enjoying themselves by playing some golf again. I like that. That yeah. someone was thinking when they timed that event out during the year. Absolutely. And um, it was a really big hit this past year. It was my first time with it. So I was really excited. And then obviously our bowl for kids sake didn't happen. And unfortunately we don't know if either of those events will happen. And then usually during the year, we just have a couple of like little ones that we run here and there, um, whether or not it's products um, that someone might approach us with like, seasonal candles and be like, Hey, we'll just give a profit towards you. If you want to hold like a little like sale for your customers. And I like those ones too, because not only does that give them something, but it's a very small amount that of not even just effort, but it's a small amount on their part to get something that they want. Plus getting a little bit of money, giving money back towards us as a donation. Exactly. We had some more coming. But I hope someday I'll be able to, someday soon, I'll be able to reach out and say, okay, we have so many awesome events coming up. Exactly. Next podcast we have you on, there's going to be a lot more. We're going to have some good positivity there. Hopefully announcing some events. We've been getting a lot of announcements on this podcast. LiveFit announced that their website was going live. So a lot of great things. So what kind of If I was to make a donation, a lot of people always wonder, where does the money go? So obviously these events, um, trips and stuff to be able to take mentors and mentees out, different things like that. What else do the donations go towards? They go to the general of uh, like running of the agency in general, the administration, plus honestly just donating towards the program costs. Because we say one uh, match costs us about $1,000 a year because of the administration time that it takes, um, the staffing time, plus just making sure that that relationship is continuing to be solid. Because some relationships take a little bit more work than others to get going. So I might spend more time over here compared to over there, but everybody is, they're on my mind 24 seven to make sure that I'm doing the best job. And on top of that, it's helping with our own advertising. It's helping with running our events to continue going. Because we don't like to say, oh, giving donations, if you don't give us enough, we'll have to start charging for our programs. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) These are free no matter what. Um, But mostly it just helps to continue keeping the agency up and going because we, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty much what it does. Well, that's helping out our matches. We want to see the agency keep going. We want to see the strides in the community. And I love hearing the different things about how you're integrated with local businesses and local organizations here, like the back nine Molesworth bowling alley and stuff like that. So again, guys, remember it's shop local this month. You got to push the shop local. So there's a couple more names thrown out for you. Yeah. (laughs) So what if a business wanted to get involved? What would be their best way to become a partner with big brothers, big sisters? Actually, we have a couple of things. So one of our biggest programs that I actually, it it is our community, our traditional community program, but one of the ones um, is called Couples for Kids. So it's a two to one ratio. So one of the things that we were hoping to get some businesses interested on is that if they had, if there was um, two coworkers who were just interested in being a big, but didn't feel like they had enough time separately, they could combine time together. So whether or not they want to do the four hours together or whether or not they want to do two and two or, and then it helps because then it's kind of like, oh, I've got a meeting coming up. 
we're going to go pick up our little at school and bring them back to the office for a couple hours to hang out with us. Oh, I've got a meeting. Well, you've got another mentor right there too. So that can always be really helpful. So that was one of those things. The other things would be sponsoring. So when we have events or we have, um, uh, we usually have a friends campaign that comes out in the early winter after Christmas um, where you can sponsor a match for an entire year. So having that thousand dollars to keep a match going and keeping the agency running can help. Um, some of our events don't cost all that much. So it doesn't mean that you have to spend a thousand dollars. It can mean even giving 200 or even a hundred towards that and having your name with us can really just help boost your business. And it, when it, it comes to tax time, you get that we, you have a charity receipt. <laughs> exactly. So there is a little bit of a selfish benefit behind it. If you want to look at it that way, but yeah. there's the more I'm talking to you, the more I'm learning that there is literally no excuse that everyone can do something to help out, whether it is big brothers, big sisters, whether it's with another nonprofit organization, from what I'm hearing from you guys, there's just so much opportunity and it's making my heart very happy to hear all of this. <laughs> um, so say I want to be a big sister. What qualities would you look for and what would qualify someone to become a mentor? Uh, I think one of the biggest things is do you have the commitment? Because uh, I think some people get in here and start their their journey with us and they recognize that, oh, it might be a little bit more than I was expecting. But then once you do get into it, it does feel that less, that little less. Because when you first start out with us going through a lot of the paperwork, which all nonprofits tend to have, yes. it's overwhelming. It's a lot. There's a lot of signing. There's a lot of reading, but the training that you get and the availability to have that little is, I think, an experience that not a lot of people end up getting to have. But those are probably one of the biggest qualities is that commitment. But as well, you have to be caring because some of these families you're coming into, they're not as well off. As well off. We have a lot of low income poverty families. Not that we have all of them by any means, because we are welcome to any, any child who's interested in it. So that doesn't mean that they're all just low income. But having that ability to come in, having some empathy, understanding that not every kid's going to be the easiest one to get along with, but you push past those barriers that those kids put up and you're going to have a lifelong friendship there. And just light, just being light and breezy. <laughs> just be, <laughs> to be honest, be a person, be a real human being. Yeah. Just be yourself know. as much as possible, right? Like be real with me. Because when I'm interviewing you and I'm getting you matched, I need you to be yourself to know who to match you with as best as exactly. possible. Exactly. Yeah. Like so you don't have to put on the front, give me all the ugly, give me all the bad, let me know what's going on so that I can appropriately find you a match that I know will, will work. Exactly. That way, everyone at the end of the day is going to win because we want the proper matches there for everybody. That's also good to know that like a lot of people think that, you know, stereotypically big brothers, big sisters is a program for kids who come from single parent households, don't have a mother, don't have a father in the picture. So they need that same gender kind of relationship with an older person and guidance, but it's just for any child who kind of needs that. And it's like, mm -hmm. looking back, like, 
I remember when my brother was born, I was so persistent that I was going to have a sister. Nothing was changing that. So when they brought me to the hospital and showed me a boy in the NICU, I looked over there and I said, that's a girl. And we're taking that one. But where was my big sister when I was a kid, mom? Yeah. I would have loved that. So that's awesome to know. Any child can qualify to be a mentee. And you guys are looking for lots of different types of people because there's mm-hmm. lots of different type of people that need to be mentored. Absolutely. That is amazing. So right now here in Listowel, what do you need this holiday season? I think the biggest thing that we need is we need, we need those volunteers. We need those mentors. The, I think the virtual exhaustion is starting to get to a lot of people. Um, but I think that persistence of wanting to reach out and do something for your community is really there for so many people here that I, I want them to reach out to me and talk about the program. We've had a couple reach out since we've had some ads on the radio. Um, so I'm really hopeful that continuing this campaigning across all of these different outlets will really help us because we have so many kids that have been waiting for so long on this waiting list that it's getting to a point that we need you now. Exactly. That's great. Like that's how I found out about, about the need at this time of year was because I heard you on the radio and I thought, wow, let's, let's take it from a 30 second and let's put it into perspective here and let's put it all out on the table. Let everyone know what's going on, what kind of organization this is. We've all seen the commercials. I have season tickets for the Kitchener Rangers. I see it on the big screen. They get a beautiful welcome, big brothers, big sisters to this game. So there's so much. And our last guest, we talked about giving physical products, paper towel, toilet paper, facial tissue. If you don't have the money to give a physical gift, give the gift of your time, everybody, because you have no idea. Think back to when you were a kid, how cool you felt when one of the older kids came to talk to you. Little things like that. Like being with someone older just makes you feel cooler. makes you feel better about yourself. You learn something. Give the gift of your time this holiday season. Brittany, I am so excited. Like I have been looking for more ways to get involved in the community and (laughs) there's now so many in front of me and I'm learning so much about our community. I just want to say thank you so much for everything you do that everyone on the board of directors does with big brothers, big sisters. And if there's anything else you'd like to add, anything else you'd like to say to the community, now is your time. Um, I honestly just want to send a big thank you out to the community because I don't, I like all of us out there, I just don't think we say it enough how thankful we are to all of these businesses, not just businesses, the people, the, the chamber of commerce, the, like the municipality in general, like we have so many amazing supports here in the Listowel district, including its people. And I just 10 times over a million times, I just want to consistently say how thankful we are that they, you donate to us, you donate your time to us and that you recognize us as a great nonprofit agency here. Well, thank you right back to you for all that. So thank you everyone in the community for everything you guys do. Remember it's the season of giving and it doesn't always have to be a big electronic present or some fancy new piece of jewelry. Sometimes the best gift you can give is the most simple thing like your time. So Brittany, thank you for your time today. 
I can't wait to sit down with you again. I can't wait to see these events back up and running, get you back on and talk about that. I can't wait to see what I can do to help out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me today. I was really stoked. <laughs> Brittany, thank you so much. I'm so motivated right now. I don't know about you guys, but after those two interviews, I just want to do something really good for Christmas this year. Give my time, give the gift to those in need and figure out what I'm going to do next. So you can bet your bottom dollar that I will be donating towards our paper drive and you can bet your other bottom dollar. Maybe you only have two, maybe you don't have any. I will be helping out with big brothers, big sisters some way that I can, because I want to make sure that our community is thriving the way it should and the way I know we all can if we come together. So what a great idea. Instead of giving the physical gift, it costs nothing just to give the gift of time. Give your time. Build that new awesome relationship. You have no idea just how powerful it can be. Go on the Big Brothers, Big Sisters listable website. They have stories up. They have reviews on their past events and all their programs. So you don't want to sit here and just listen to me. Go on their website and find it for yourself as well. All right, everybody. Just a reminder, follow us on social media. You can find PBJ Cleaning Depot on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, follow Desks and Dusters. Like us, comment, share it. Let your friends know. We want to be out there. We want to be North Perth's number one podcast. We want this to be something a little bit for everyone, just kind of how PBJ is. We've got something for everyone, every kind of business, every organization. We want the podcast to reflect that too. So if you've got a sale, a promotion, or anything going on for the holiday spirit, you, holiday spirit, holiday season, clearly I'm way too much into the Christmas spirit. That's all I can talk about. Let us know. Shoot us an email. Send us a phone call. Do you want to be on the podcast? Do you want to get word out there about what you've got going on? Well, let's do it because guess what? It's free! That's right. Why are we going to charge you to give me content for my job? That just makes no sense. Plus, we want to remind everyone, shop local, support local, stay local. And PBJ Cleaning Depot is a family-run organization. For over 17 years, we've been driven by our local community with supplying Jansan cleaning supplies, housekeeping supplies, office and business supplies, as well as cleaning equipment, custom printing, and so much more. The list literally just goes on. Like I said, there's someone for everyone. Did I mention free shipping? Oh yeah, again, one more time. Free shipping. That's right. Free shipping with no minimums on orders. Doesn't matter where you're at. You just need a box of pens. We'll bring you a box of pens. You need a couple copy paper boxes and cases there. We'll bring those as well. No minimums on orders and it is free shipping. Be sure to hit up cleaning-depot.ca to shop online. We've got really good things for the holiday season. Okay, maybe you're like me and you're wrapping a present and the paper is cut and you're folding it and you're trying to make it look cute and it's just not working. And then all of a sudden you realize you're out of tape. Like, what are you going to do? No one glues paper together. Everyone uses tape. So hit us up because we've got all your tape. Also, you remember when you were a kid and you'd hit that annoying part in the Christmas commercials? Batteries not included. 
batteries not included, batteries not included, batteries not included, batteries not included, batteries not included. How many times did you hear that as a kid? Well, we've got your batteries, so let's include them in Christmas. We've got your double A's and your triple A's. They are 24 in a pack for $10.99. So stock up, make sure your Christmas runs smoothly. Let's get those batteries for those Christmas presents. Let's get the tape for the wrapping and let's get the Christmas spirit, the holiday spirit, that joy we all feel this time of year going. Give the gift of time with big brothers, big sisters. Give the gift of products of need to those in our community. Last year, it was 178 families, over 600 individuals profited because of the Salvation Army and what they are able to do. And we're able to have extra supplies that they desperately needed during the holiday season. So, all right, everybody, I am done talking for the day. It is beautiful outside. I cannot wait to build my first Frosty the Snowman. I want you guys to... The like take us in your photos let me know what your winter things are are, are you a snowshoer are you a skier a snowboarder do you like ice fishing playing outdoor hockey let me know what it is because we're all going to be looking for ideas if we don't get out of this pandemic in the next couple of months and cold and flu season's coming around so instead of being stuck inside all day give us some ideas of things to do so remember it was Giving Tuesday. It doesn't mean that yesterday was the only day you can do something nice. So smile for someone. Hold the door open for somebody. Say hello. Say please. Say thank you. Enjoy the holiday spirit. Enjoy the weather. Drive safe. Stay safe. sure to catch desks and dusters on all your favorite podcast platforms like Castbox, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Join us for Desks and Dusters through PPJ Cleaning Depot every other week.